Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hi, thanks so much for joining us today. We are in for a really great show. We have the perfect show to move you into the new year. So we're very excited for our upcoming guests. So stay with us and we'll be right back. And now let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, the year's coming to a close, and we have hope for the new one. Yes, we do. We have a lot of hope for the new one. Uh, we have a fantastic guest today that we want to get right into. Um, our guest today is a renowned life coach, author, speaker, TEDx speaker, um, and founder of The Grace Trail, which we want to learn all about. We would love to introduce our very special guest, Ann Joles. Ann, how are you? I'm so grateful to be here. Excellent. And um, let me also say that we have met and we yeah. have benefited from some of um, Anne's stuff, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool. You know, I have to say, and um, back uh, when we met and you did mm-hmm. give me a gratitude rock, mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't get it at the time, mm-hmm. but there was some sort of um, hidden guilt that I had to keep it safe. I, I can't explain it, mm-hmm. right? And now here we are um, a year or two later, and I'm all in. So mm-hmm. so there you go. Right? That's well, awesome. and that's what, we, yeah. that's what we were talking about um, prior to our airtime was the rocks that you gave us and how they've stayed with us, even though we had a huge move from Ohio to Florida, and they're still here, and they're actually on the night table. So that's amazing. So we'll talk about what the rocks mean and um, what the Grace Trail means. Yeah, so, um, you know, tell us about the Grace Trail. Share your website, and we'll go from there. Okay. My website is gracetrail.com. And um, I don't know where to start with telling you about the Grace Trail, so I guess I'll start way back at the beginning, um, which is really 18 years ago when I first heard the five words that are now the acronym for the Grace Trail. So the acronym, and it's hard on the radio because I wish I could hold up a little flashcard that said uh, G is for gratitude, R is for release, A is accept, C is challenge, and E as is embraced, as embrace the possibilities. So the whole Grace Trail concept began 18 years ago in my kitchen when I was struggling. I um, really lost my bounce in life, and I found myself in my kitchen saying, wow, I need to step into a state of grace. I had no idea what I meant by that. I just knew where I was was horrible, and I was looking for the eye in the middle of the storm. Both of my parents had just passed away. I had two very creative, challenging teenagers, and I was changing my profession, 
to become a life coach, so I was going back to school. And any wow. one of those things alone can knock you off your feet, but together, it was like a life tsunami for me. And so I, um, I lost my balance. I really did. And um, that was when in my kitchen, I sort of heard the five, or saw the five words in the word grace, because I was saying I, need, I would love to step into a state of grace, not even knowing what I meant by that. And then I looked and I said, wow, that's pretty cool. G could be for gratitude, R, release, A, accept, C, challenge, and E, embrace. Later on that day, I started asking the five questions that just naturally flowed from those words, and back then they sounded like, even though life is really difficult, what can you be grateful for? I was like, wow, that's interesting. And then R, what do you need to release to move forward in your life right now? And then A was for acceptance. What's calling out for acceptance in your life, Anne? Because back then there was a whole lot that I needed to really look at, acknowledge, and accept. C is how would I like to challenge myself to move forward in my life? Hmm. And E is embrace for, okay, now, Anne, what can you embrace as possible in your life? And that's sort of when you lift your head up and you bite your imagination and you say, what can I embrace as possible? Because from that really dark spot, I didn't see much. But just asking that question alone really helped me to lift my head and look ahead and say, what is possible? This isn't the end of the road. What's possible? And so um, an interesting twist in the story was my husband's a very busy pediatrician. And I would call him at work every now and then, which I don't recommend. <laughs> it's just a recommendation to do that. But I was quite desperate. I'd say, hey, John, just listen to these five questions. He always said yes. And I'd run through the five questions quickly. I realized every time I asked them and answered them, even of myself, I felt better. And then one night he came home from work and he said, why don't we do grace together? I was like, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. So we started walking around the block. Every night for an entire summer, and we asked and answered those five questions of each other. And we found out that it was the first time all day, really, that anyone had listened to us. And it was the first time all day that we really got to say what we thought and what we felt. And every time we did it, we felt better. And that's how the whole grace concept and process started. And then I used it in my life coaching practice. Would you you like me to stop? Do you have a question? I was going to say, when you were sharing the acronym, um, you know, there's too many tough guys. When we're all in the same boat in that we all face challenges and we we face them in a tough, hunkered down mode and we miss the whole concept of grace. And um, it's sort of like a secret weapon tool, as I right. learned. Um, and, I, you know, like you said, uh, you're in the home. Uh, your husband was a pediatrician. You could yeah. be in a foxhole. You could be in a boardroom. Right. You know, exactly this, right. And uh, I think that's what we need. We need to be watered down a little bit to understand. You know, we need to have that moment you had. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and that's where you come in. And I think it's really cool that you're sharing this. Um, well, it's interesting because that moment was actually a gift. And, you know, I like to think of grace as a gift. And it's from the universe. It's from source, higher power. You could say God if you would like to say that. But the truth is we all receive different gifts of grace 
every single day, whether you're in the boardroom, the courtroom, you know, the jailhouse, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, there are gifts that come to us. And I can tell you amazing stories of uh, grace that you, you, you sort of go, what? Are you kidding me? Remind me to tell you an amazing one, because even people that say, yeah, right, yeah, right, when I say that story, they're like, you're kidding me. So remind me to go back to that story, but I don't want to lose my train here to tell you exactly how it got to become the Grace Trail. So can I go on? To, should yes. I go on, or do you have another question? No, perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Okay. okay. So I share. I shared it in my life coaching practice, and my clients liked it. You know, they liked it. They used it. And it was a nice tool. And people, you know, used it in their home. They used it at work. They used it in their um, communities. And, and every then, time uh, you were getting charged, you internally, you were saying, wow, it is real. I do have yes. it. This is working. This is fantastic. I'm helping people, right? Right. <laughs> You're right. It's amazing. And um, because I wasn't standing in my kitchen 18 years ago saying, hey, I think I'll develop a resiliency tool and spread joy, hope, and resiliency worldwide. I just was uh, sort of desperate and trying to pull myself up. And, you know, as my husband says, through all that pain, instead of blowing us apart, it really pulled us together. And um, so anyway, fast forward to 2012, and my son was in Afghanistan in combat, and he is back, and he is... Uh, Thankfully, in a period of post-traumatic growth, he's doing very well, but that was after three years of horror, you know, just getting mm -hmm. acclimated back here. Wow. And um, so while he was away, I read an article, and in, the article was about the Appalachian Mountain Trail. And in the article, there was a question that was asked, and it said, who's hiking the trail? And the answer was, it's a whole lot of veterans walking off their war. I wow. love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I was like, really? Where do I go to walk off my war? You know, because we all have yeah. our own private mm -hmm. wars, if you want to call them. But where do I go to get some relief? Because I couldn't get to the Appalachian Mountain Trail too easily or the California Pacific Trail. Mm -hmm. And so that was when I had this idea. I said, I'm going to make my own trail right here in Plymouth, Mass., my hometown, and I'm going to call it the Grace Trail. And I went out to the beach, and I picked up a big granite boulder, and I wrote on it, Gratitude, what are you grateful for? And I plopped it down on the trail, and I walked down probably another quarter of a mile. I picked up a big granite boulder. Release. What do you need to release to move forward in your life? Put it down on the trail. I did that for every one of the five letters in a big loop, uh, a mile long that runs along Plymouth Harbor in uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts, and it uh, loops back back to the car again. But you go uh, down a beautiful rail trail with like osprey nesting on your right and marshes, and then you end up on a rocky beach, and you go back in a field and up up a beautiful hill. And as you're asking these questions, so I tr I tried to put the the rocks and the questions in a place where nature would help you answer it. So the gratitude rock is in a place that is so breathtakingly beautiful that no matter what's going on in your life, if you don't feel grateful about it, when you stand in that spot and walk right there on the trail, you will be awestruck. It's just beautiful. So I tried to match the, I say, the territory of the question with the geography of the land. And um, release finds you on a rocky beach 
where you're asking the question, what do I need to release? And I encourage people at this point to just pick up a rock, picture it what it is that's holding you back in life, and throw it into the harbor. <laughs> and people love that. They're like, oh, my gosh, I haven't thrown things in so long. It feels good. So it's the energy of release. And it really helps people because, you know, emotions and things like that get stuck in our body. And, you know, walking the trail and talking the trail, and now I say rocking the trail, um, helps people to move through those things. So I hung a map up, and um, I was like, well, if anyone finds it, that's fine, and if they don't, that's fine. And every night my my husband would come home. I work out of my home. He'd come home. He'd pick up the mail on the way in, and I said, is it here yet? He says, nope because I expected a cease and desist every day because I don't own the uh-huh. land. <laughs> and so I was yeah. sort of breaking a rule there, and I don't own the land, and um, I never got that cease and desist. I've, not, I've got nothing from Plymouth um, except a total welcome and embracing of the Grace Trail. You know, yeah, no, I, I absolutely believe it. Um, we have to take a break, but I just okay. want to say that um, you're like the grace prophet. That's why mm. you have you have power, <laughs> right? It's Do you have amazing. power? This yeah. is really something. And I just want to share again. The website is gracetrail.com, and um, you know we'll be right back. But we're learning from Angeles, our special guest, uh, about how to crack the grace code. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. We are having a great conversation with our guest today, Angel Les. She's a renowned life coach, award-winning author, TEDx speaker, and the creator of the Grace Trail. And we are talking about the Grace Trail. And what I, I love about what you're saying is, first of all, it just feels like the grace trail just came about organically, you know, as a healing tool for you that is now a healing tool for many. But what I love about it is through this organic process, it incorporates really mind, body, spirit. And so you hear that all the time. You hear mind, body, spirit, but I don't think people really track as to what that means. I think sometimes they just think of it as kind of a woo-woo thing. Mm -hmm. And I love what you're saying about take that rock, Put your worries into your rock and then throw the rock, you know, let it go, let it out of your body, you know, get it out of there. And the the questions that came to you, um, well, first of all, it just came about organically. You were looking for grace and then boom, you you got that it was an acronym and what the acronym stood for and then creating the trail from that. But those questions are questions that I think so many people don't ask and when you start asking yourself these questions, life takes on a whole different tone and meaning. And mm-hmm. that's what I think is so powerful about mm-hmm. what you're doing because it's a simple technique, but it's extremely powerful. It's extremely powerful. And I would love to hear um, the story that you had to tell us. <laughs> okay. I'm really, I'm chomping at the bit to hear it. it. <laughs> you know, I'm re- I collect... Uh, I collect stories because they blow me away. I'm, I'm like, really? I mean, even your story with the rock earlier, so we, we could also yeah. share that. Oh, oh, you did share that. But um, So anyway, here's a story that if you don't believe in grace and, and gifts from the universe, it will certainly get you uh, stopped 
stop and make you think about it a little bit. Um, about two years, yeah, just two years ago, my brother passed away. And my brother was a huge supporter of all that I'm doing and really one of my best friends. I miss him every day. And I, I often say, hey, Rich, what do you think about this? He was a lawyer and, you know, it was sort of like, what would Rich do? You know, that sort of thing in my mm-hmm. mind. So anyway, um, I was... Uh, interviewed by Good Housekeeping, and I was actually in Good Housekeeping in the June 2018 issue where they featured uh, Grace Trail. And um, so my niece calls me, and she says, uh, you're not going to believe this one. I said, what? She said, well, I just got your, your copy of Good Housekeeping addressed to my house uh, under Rich's name. Now, he's gone at this point a year and a half. She was the, uh, she closed down his estate and his business and everything. So she had mail coming. So that's not unusual. But um, he never ordered good housekeeping. Certainly never did. Maybe if it was Golf Digest or yachting or something because he loved to sail, that would make sense. He got my edition of the Good Housekeeping magazine addressed to him. Um, (laughs) he's he's never gotten another one there (laughs) and he never got one before that and so it's like how do you explain that and when i say that to people people say they were just saying he was saying go girl you got this going or something (laughs) i don't really know what the message is but that's a hard one to um explain away it is a hard one to explain away and when you start looking at life through more magical glasses and more miracle glasses, I think that um, more miracles and more magic come your way. And as you work on the grace trail more and more, I mean, it's so much a part of your life now and your family's life Mm -hmm. that those synchronicities just have to happen. They Mm. just have to happen. It's almost like, why wouldn't that happen for you? Right? Right. Right, but it's so far-fetched. I, I actually have a friend who works for Hearst, which is, you know, who publishes Good Housekeeping, and she was like, I have no idea how that happened, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, yeah. they have like 19 million people who read the magazine, and a year and a half later, it's delivered in his name. It's like, I don't know, so it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. I certainly can't explain it, and I'm not, you know, I don't have to say much more than that other than, you know, I believe if you stop and notice more, you'll certainly notice more grace in the world. If you act in a way that is, um, I say to people, be the trail, be the five questions, be the five words, Um, I think you attract good things. I think that you clear away stuff that's negative and not working for you as you ask these five questions because every time you ask them, you get different answers. And... um, I find that um, you said something about a superpower, a sort of a secret that grace is. That's certainly how I feel about it. I feel that grace appears in my life many times throughout the day, and sometimes in really you know, extraordinary ways, like the one with the magazine, but certainly in many small, di- small ways throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, just just us talking right now, I think, is a, is a gift. I mean, we met two years ago, and here we are finally closing that loop, which is a great gift. Um, we get to spread the grace trail to the world, which is, which is yeah, amazing. Yeah, it, it took me a little time. I always, I'm a little slow, 
Mm-hmm. And um, eventually I get it. And it took me a little time to catch up to grace and gratitude and what's behind that. And that's, you know, as I'm seeing that now, um, we wanted you to share some of, you know, your background with us so that it's like a vitamin for us. We get to cheat. Mm. <laughs> but right. we want um, everybody to um, turn to grace. Mm. Well, and what I love about it is what I was saying earlier about the mind-body-spirit connection. So when you're at home and you're writing in your journal and you ask yourself the five questions, it's one thing, but when, which is in a good practice mm-hmm. and a solid practice, but yet on the other hand, if you're asking those questions as you're walking, mm-hmm. I think that's what turns it into the super practice because then your body's into it too. It's not just right. your mind. It's not just your subconscious. It's then also your body is into it. And you've incorporated all three aspects of yourself as you ask these questions. And it has to be powerful. It has to be really powerful. And so I'm wondering, so I know, always know that there's people out there that, and, you know, ourselves included at one, at one point in time, you know, that tend to be a little pessimistic about things. So have you ever run into anyone that when, you were talking about the grace trail. They're like, yeah, but my issues are way too big. I can't, you know, this isn't, this little practice isn't going to do anything for me. Have you ever run into that? Well, it's interesting. Um, I've never really had anyone say that, but I certainly feel that if I'm doing a workshop or a seminar or a retreat, whether it's in a business or in a, you know, I don't know, a yoga center, where, wherever, um, mm-hmm. I always feel that non-believers, you know, and yeah. it's, um, or I don't even want to say non-believers because this isn't about belief, but the people who are very skeptical and untrusting and say, yeah, right. And by the end of the day, by the end of the workshop, I would say 100%. I, I, that's what I will say. That's a pretty strong statement. Uh, people come up to me and just say, thank you. This is something um, that I can use. I hear from people years later years later, about the difference that the Grace Trail or just the five questions have made in their life. Um, I get people, I get pictures from all around the country of people, how they've made their own Grace Trails, whether it's uh, right next to their bed, you know, they have the candles and the stones. You can see on my Grace Trail, on my website at gracetrail.com, different, um, how how other people are interpreting uh, the Grace Trail into their own life and making their own trails with, uh, in all different ways. So, I I had an experience. I went to actually. I guess I did just just uh, last week. I was at a major university in Boston, like one of the top largest universities in Boston, and they are looking at how do we get Grace Trail into this community because the the college students and the post grad students uh, they're under so much pressure, so much pressure, and you know there's really a mental health huge mental health challenge going on with that age population. And so this institution was asking me, how do we bring it in? Because the word grace can scare people. It's not a religious institution. It's an intellectual community. And um, how do we get it in so that we don't get people's resistance? Because these were all the religious and spiritual leaders, with 10 of them, um, from all around this huge campus in Boston. And they said, um, how do we get these five questions in? Because before I heard you talk, I was skeptical. And 
I, now I see how practical these five questions are. And not only are the five questions based in realism, and, and I don't know, I don't know what it is, but they're realistic questions. They're not anything far-fetched. They're sort of universal wisdom. Um, now that I see this, he said, I'm going to go home and try it with my wife. I want us to walk the Grace Trail at night. And then another one was working with, um, you know, sort of marginalized communities and marginalized students. And that person said, again, I was skeptical before I heard you speak. And this is the language of healing. These are the questions that you ask to um, go from feeling like a, a... a victim or a survivor to someone who can thrive. They're the questions of healing, I think, and I think they're also the questions of strength. So I'm glad you asked that because when I think about it, just last week sitting in this group of sort of spiritual leaders um, who are all based in their own um, theories, they Mm -hmm. all found the five questions to be one that is their language. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Because I, you know, I just know that sometimes people are pessimistic, but the questions are so, in some ways they're easy, but they're so profound. And, but it's easy to do. It's easy to walk and ask yourself these questions. And I can see that, especially because of your passion and how you just, you're so, when you talk about it, your words just flow. And so it would be crazy for someone to, to not embrace that. Because you can feel your sincerity in it. Well, I'm loving this conversation, but it's time for our next break. So we're going to take our next break, and we will be right back with Ann Jolis, the creator of The Grace Trail. Stay with us. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Hmm. We're back. Segment three with our very special guest, Angel S., um, teaching us about gratitude and grace. And um, I have my gratitude rock from Anne that is just about maybe two years old, a little older. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm learning from it almost on a regular basis because I am grateful. I made it through, you know, work in the workplace. There's a lot of stress. You make it through a day, you're grateful. Well, and I have to tell you, Anne, so this is kind of funny because Charlie is a New Yorker, you know, mm-hmm. born, raised, and, you know, from Queens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he could be a tough guy. And right. all of a sudden he will come back, and this is just kind of over the years, he'll come back and he'll say, well, you know, if I was going to do that, that would be like, you know, kicking the universe in the teeth. So, uh, yeah. you know, I just told myself, no, I'm grateful and I uh, moved on. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. So right? it gets in there. Um, and I want to talk about that question that I have. Um, it's a little far fetched, but we'll get to it in a second. Um, I wanted to just ask. And so when we go to your website, if people that are listening, what can we expect? How can you help us? You know, we're learning about the Grace Trail, which is fantastic. Um, and what are the other things that you can do for us if we were to, do we contact you? How, how would it work? Okay. So when you go to my website, you're going to certainly see the story. You'll see the story of Grace because you can connect to my TEDx talk. Mm-hmm. And it's called Cracking the Grace Code. And you can find the link there. But I, I have 
when I heard I was going to be interviewed by Good Housekeeping, I hired um, a team, really, to help me to say, how can this be uh, a bigger platform to help bring Grace Trail out to the world? So I have a book called Grace Trail, Find Your Footing and Move Towards the Life You Are Meant to Live. And it's a bestseller. It's on Amazon, but it's also on my website. And so all I had uh, when, when I heard that I was going to be interviewed by Good Housekeeping was my book. So we said, well, what if people call and say, will you come and help me build a Grace Trail? I knew I couldn't get all around the world, and I am getting inquiries, and that's another thing I want you to ask me about. But I'm getting inquiries from really not all, all over the country, but all over the world, for people saying, how do we walk the Grace Trail? How do we build our own? So on my website, you're going to find a whole variety of products to help people in all settings to build their own Grace Trail. And when I say build your own Grace Trail, you have to know, First of all, you don't have to come to Plymouth to walk the Grace Trail. You can make your own anywhere. But you really don't have to have a physical trail built. You can build one. And I have a kit that says how to create your own Grace Trail. I made a kit, and it has um, a workbook in it, which is the soup to nuts on creating your own Grace Trail, a beautiful poster. It has signs so that if you were to order the Create Your Own Grace Trail kit today, you would have signs that you could hang up that say gratitude, stop, ask, what am I grateful for? You can actually set up a trail. I have stickers to help identify if there are volunteers working on the trail. And you'll actually get your very first um, inspirational stone, and it's engraved and etched with the word Grace Trail. It's a river stone. So you would get everything that you need on my website in the Create Your Own Grace Trail kit as well as everything in the kit is then available separately. So if you were to, oh, I have something called Hope Cards, and they're Grace Trail Hope Cards, and they're to build resiliency and access hope and possibility. And um, I want to send you, uh, remind me to get, get your address. I'll send you a package of these. These are extremely popular. And when I was talking to a group of um coaches and consultants in the business world, and they looked at these hope cards, they said, Ian, you should do this hashtag struggling manager, <laughs> because <laughs> this, is a, this is a collection of uh, 50 Grace Trail questions. So there are 10 cards that are just gratitude questions, and then 10 for release, 10 for accept, challenge, and embrace. And they're questions that really make you stop and think. And on the other side are photos that uh, my husband and I have collected over the past 15 years, and we put them on the other side of the card to help people to answer those questions. Some of the questions, the uh, photos are really funny. Uh, some are metaphorical, inspirational, and some are just plain old beautiful. And um, But this deck of hope cards is uh, extremely popular as people can, um, when they receive the, the deck, they could start asking those questions themselves. Um, so people are using them at work. I tell people to get a, get a set of dice and put the letters on each side instead of numbers with tape or whatever and roll the dice. And whatever, whatever word or uh, letter you get, pick that hope card. So pick out an, if you get an A, pick out an acceptance card. Mm -hmm. And um, people are coming back with all kinds of creative ways. I also, no. uh, do you have questions? No, we're not going to continue. Okay. So I have a lot of products that help people to 
number one, create their own physical trail if they want to. And they are doing that all over the, all over the place. Um, then there's all different ways that you could just, I call it the virtual trail. You don't have mm-hmm. to get up and walk. People are walking it um, at work just by bringing actually little stones with the words on them. People keep them under their monitor, their screen monitor at work. Um, but people are using it in um, leadership development seminars. There are employees using it to help supervise their employees. Um, I'm going tomorrow. I'll bring the entire kit with me tomorrow. I'm working at a, uh, in a corporation who asked me to lead a three-hour workshop, and we are going to be in a, you know, a seminar room, and I'll put the signs on the wall, and I have all different experiential uh, and transformational exercises that will help people with each of the letters in the Grace Trail process in each of the questions. But the nice thing is that I can help people um, to customize the Grace Trail process to meet the needs of their group. So tomorrow is team building and leadership, and they really want to build uh, the skills needed to have a collaborative discussion um, with this group. So I change the questions just a bit to direct the group uh, in the direction uh, with the intention of the workshop. Does that make sense? Cool. Yes, it does. It's- it, it does. Can you, can you give us an example of one of, the, of one of the turnarounds that you did with that for the leadership? Um, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm curious yes. to hear okay. how that sounds. Okay. So tomorrow, um, I mean, it's actually Thursday. So the um, workshop on Thursday, I am looking at the five words. And so when I get to gratitude, right, uh, mm-hmm. so I say to myself, this is for um, team building, leadership development, collaboration. So one of the questions I'm thinking of starting with is think of a time that you brought your strengths to a situation and you made a difference. That's a gratitude question. Is So what is it you're grateful for that you were able able to contribute to that group at that time. And let's share that in the group. What are you grateful for? Or maybe they'll journal on it. But you could direct a gratitude question to possibly strengths development or what strengths they've brought to the group. Um, Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I really like that idea because I think so many times, especially at work, work just can become overwhelming depending right. on what type of environment you're in and typically right. environments have gotten crazy right. um and the more you know the higher your salary the higher the stress level you know right and it's it's crazy out there and bringing showing gratitude in a way that kind of brings it back to yourself saying here's how i made the difference Right. Kind of brings back your self esteem and your confidence a bit right. and brings that up along with the gratitude, which I think is, and that's a really skillful question. It, mm. it is. And it's also, um, a challenge for some because they may not even know how to answer it when it's the first, first time, you know? Yeah. Um, so it makes you dig deep a little bit. And then if you can pull out some of the gratitude, that's huge, right? Mm. And then you start to see some of the success, which is really cool. Um, you know, what I've been thinking about here with you and is, you know, you didn't create grace, right? You didn't right, create no. gratitude. No. And a lot of the, um, 
the pessimists or the tough guys, as I call them, and that could be men or women, um, would say, oh, you know, and, um, but what they miss, what the epiphany for me has been, um, recently, the universe is a real living thing. Yeah. There's energy. And right. you're bringing that and you're showing us how to crack it and how to get benefits from it, you know. Um, there are some rules, right? You have to be right. grateful. <laughs> right. You know, and so on and so on. And I get that. So it's almost like, um, you know, you're the messenger for the universe and you can see when you say, well, no one has really ever said, you know, it's make believe or be, because you're protected. <laughs> no one can crack you because you're protected by the universe, um, which is really cool. And it's easy for you to come up with the example you just gave us, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking it into, say, a toxic workplace, right. talking about gratitude and uh, adding teamwork and leadership. It's because, you know, you're one with the universe. It's easy for you. They are, you can draw off that power and really make those workshops um, powerful, which is really, really something. Um, it, it is amazing. And, and the thing that's what I try to do is I try to prime for trust and build the trust in, when people are coming to a workshop before they even get there. I try to take out as much uncertainty. You know, I like people to know ahead of time what, what the agenda is going to be. And I have, I call them the rules of engagement, but it's really the Grace Trail rules are posted. I go over that immediately when people come in because when you're in, when you're in business or really any environment, people are nervous. They're nervous to share. They don't want to be humiliated. They don't want to feel stupid. And so I post the Grace Trail questions and it basically says, you know, no one gets to be wrong here. You know, they yeah. get mm-hmm. to say what's on their mind. And uh, the second thing is that you can pass. If you'd like to keep your answer private, feel free to pass. You do not have to share. Because when you ask questions like that question, that example I gave you, that can make people feel uncomfortable, like you said. Maybe they can't think of a time. or. But I try very hard to begin all of my workshops all of my experiences and have people's uh, trust factor go up. They need to know that what what they hear on the Grace Trail and in that room stays in that room. You don't later on go back to that person and say, "How did you? How did you figure that out with your boss?" It's done. Once that workshop's over, it's done. So on top of the Grace Trail, I try to prime for trust, trust and give people uh, as safe as an environment as I possibly can create. For them to relax and um, relax into this process, knowing that uh, they're in control. They can pass if they want to. I would say 99% of the people never pass and um, because they, they feel safe, they feel heard, and people want to be heard. People want to be acknowledged. It's a huge yearning in this world is to just be listened to. There, that is exactly right. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. So, um, and once again, I want to say gracetrail.com. Um, that's where we need to go. Everything we need is the, there's great things coming from um, the universe, and this is a way to tap into it. Um, this is I, a Christmas gift. This to is, you. is really something. So, uh, we're not done yet, and we have one more segment. Um, but we have to take another break. So please stay with us, everyone. Um, Corporate Talk 
with Charlie Neve. We'll be right back. And now let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us. We're having a great conversation with Ann Jolis. She is a renowned life coach, author, TEDx speaker, and the creator of The Grace Trail. And the conversation is just Terrific. And I truly do mean that this is a Christmas gift. Yep. This is a gift. This is a holiday gift to everyone right now. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about where the grace trails have now all manifested because they're happening all around the world, as you mentioned earlier, yeah. right? Yes. That's crazy, yes. Anne. That's it is crazy. crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, no, it is. It is crazy. So, I mean, I'll start lo- just, just close to home. I can tell you that, um, you know, a major cancer institute nearby in Boston ordered a couple kits, and as soon as they got them that day, they had a healing, they put the Grace Trail up in their healing garden um, for cancer survivors and their families. The next day, they went upstairs and they ran it for the nurses on the floor. Yeah. Um, so that's just in Boston at a, you know, at a huge facility. But um, I got a email this summer that said, oh my gosh, I just stumbled upon this concept on, online, and I'm so excited about it. This was the uh, public health director from an indigenous person reservation in northern British Columbia. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's wow. like the North Pole, right? Yeah. And this uh, person <laughs> said that the um, tribe that she works with has been devastated by intergenerational trauma and it's coming, manifesting in sui- high suicide and addiction rates. And she wants to introduce the Grace Trail to the elders of this community and have them interpret the Grace Trail into their native language and put it on a healing path. That's pretty cool. That's, <laughs> and so I mean, that I got happening. goosebumps from that. That's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. Um, you know, I got an inquiry from uh, Cairo, Egypt, from a young mother, a, a working mom, working in a bank in human resources, and um, she had been introduced to Grace Trail when she had come to the United States in 2010, and her husband had come back for some education, and she became a life coach. And she had heard about the Grace Trail, and she wanted to bring it into her work in the bank. In, in leadership development in the bank in Cairo. Now, she'll never do a Grace Trail, a physical one. She will only do virtual ones and, and bring that um, into conversations and discussions because you can imagine that uh, culturally would not work in Cairo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there are high schools who are putting grace trails behind their school and the students. I, ha- I mentored some high school students, and they actually built the grace trail. They went into the classrooms and had the 7th and 8th grade write all the inspirational stones, and they had the, um, they had the trail to connect the two schools. There's a school in upstate Washington who is going to, they're redoing their entire track for their high school and middle school, and they are going to put the five questions on signs around the running track. Mm-hmm. There's another school who's using it and painting the questions on the doors. What are you grateful for? What do you need to release in the, in the hallways? Um, it's There are people using it in all spiritual retreats. 
uh, all over the country. I did a, a really nice uh, speaking engagement and training session at a very large recovery center down here on uh, Cape Cod in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I did multiple visits with both staff, teaching them the Grace Trail process so that they actually speak it, because if, if you're in recovery, it's the language of recovery, you know, the five yeah. questions. And um, they're all interpreting it with the residents who are living in these different recovery centers. They're all interpreting this and building their own grace trails out back so they can say to people, hey, you know, go walk a couple grace trails and we'll talk in a little while. Um, uh, so, it's really you know, they're, cool. they're embracing it in a big way. So um, the fifth, the fourth component, yeah. the, the C component, yes. the challenge to me... Yes. That is um, a big one. Not that the others yep. aren't, right? But yep. this is where it all takes place, right? Because yep. this is we need. We all have work to do, right? Um, and um, so we need to trust the trail and the acronyms. But we need to really hone in on that component, that C component, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very interesting observation because G. The gratitude piece is just lovely, right? It's when you focus on what's mm-hmm. going right in your life. And then the R and the A are a little more difficult. But, it, you know, when you can identify what you need to let go of, you know, and um, and you can, then um, you lighten your load a bit. The acceptance piece, again, I say to people, if you're not ready to accept, at least acknowledge it. That's the other A. You know, we're not always ready to acknowledge some of that tough stuff. But R and A can be more difficult and and... That's okay. You'll get through it. And then the C, it's an interesting observation you have because the difference between hope and optimism is that hope has a plan. C is where you start to develop your hope because you start to develop a plan. That's why the C step is so important because it's action. And so, you know, the, the difference, when I say the difference between hope and optimism is that hope as a plan. If you can picture anyone who's gotten a really bad diagnosis, I mean, I'm a cancer survivor, and when I got that diagnosis, I was devastated. And then you get to the doctor, and you get to, you know, the medical center, and they give you a plan, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you have hope. And mm-hmm. that's what happens with the C-step. How would you like to challenge yourself? This is where you get to create your challenge and choose it. Most of our challenges are just forced down our throats, right? you got to pay your mortgage, pay right. this, pay that. Well, this is where you get to say, wow, how do I want to direct yeah. my life? Where do I want to put my precious resources that makes a difference so that I can aim my life in the direction that I choose? So that's you know, a great funny, observation. You, you mentioned something just now when you said the difference between hope and optimism is with hope there's a plan. Right. Right. And man, that is the opposite, right? This is how, how far off many of us are, right? And it's right here in front of us. We always hear hope is not a strategy, right? Mm. But, you know, if you look at it differently, you know, mm-hmm. if you look at it and with that fourth component, that C component, uh, the challenge yourself, the, the plan is in the hope, or the hope is in the plan. Right. And it is a strategy, right? Follow the right. plan. Absolutely. Trust the, the challenge. Um, it's, it's, it simplifies 
you know, the complexity, <laughs> so yeah. to speak, right? Yeah. Interesting. Well, and, yeah. and what I was thinking about the entire process is that we've heard so much about gratitude journals or we've heard so much about acceptance, but we've never put it all together to have a methodology that then turns around and says, um, yeah, well, I'm grateful for this, but there's more to it than just being grateful. And there's right. more to it than just accepting. It's like, right. okay, you're accepting, you're releasing, but now what are you going to do next? Right. And that's what's the beauty of this whole process is because it is these five questions because it's more than just these one-off pieces. And right. that's the part that I think is great. So when you're talking about, um, a, let's say, a challenge, yep. so when you're you're saying challenge – um, can you give us an example? So I know you're kind of talking about the diagnosis and then how you're going to move forward. So, um, tell us a little bit about like something in, in a corporate setting. Cause I know so many of our listeners are actually corporate people. Yeah. So can you give us an example of like a challenge around corporate? Yeah. So at this point, um, when we get to the C, they have done a lot of work, a lot of discussing, a lot of conversing around gratitude, which again, elevates your spirit. The release lightens their load. It starts to remove the blocks, right? You start to yeah. push things to the side. And then acceptance or acknowledgement, again, what's, you know, what's holding you back that, you know, it's like the elephant in the living room. So we've only gotten to this C, uh, the challenge question after doing some other work that preps us. Because I love to say right. to people, you really shouldn't take on a challenge till you do the other three questions. Because now you're going to be sitting there in real time saying, where should I put my precious energies? Most people are totally overwhelmed in the workplace. Totally mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And if they ask these questions throughout the day, they will have a real time answer to that question. Because they will have walked the other three steps which sort of like make, gives you like a clean palette to say, what makes sense in this moment? Does it make sense to, I, I, really, I really don't know what's exactly in front of them, but at this point, they probably would have um, talked about some of their challenges. And then, and then with a fresh energy and fresh eyes, they decide what their next step should be. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. Yeah, I think it's it's the process itself. I keep saying over and over, but I just think it's it's an amazing way to help you move forward. And just if even if you're not physically walking, like you said, you're virtually walking. Yep. You're still feeling that that movement of moving forward. You're right. still feeling that energy of moving forward, which just makes all the difference. It does. So, you know. And we have like one minute left, and I okay. wanted to hear a little bit about the TED Talk. Okay. Yeah, I, I did my, TED, my TEDx talk down in Wilmington, Delaware, and it's basically, it tells the story of the Grace Trail, and it talks about how life, I start with a beautiful beach stone that's just almost as round as a bowling ball, and I say, look at this, it's a million years old, and it only got this way by the waves doing this, and I roll it back and forth in my hand. And I basically say that's sort of what life does to us, right? But I hope for you the colors shine through like this beautiful boulder in my hand. I hope you get smoother edges. And I hope that you, as a result of listening to the Grace Talk and the five questions and embracing them, 
that you also um, can roll with life, life's ways, waves and come out stronger and more beautiful and colors more clear. And that's really what my TEDx talk is about. And um, there is one thing I'd love to share is I have a new, I just started it this month, I have a new Grace Trail YouTube channel. Oh, wow. <laughs> another way for people to um, to be introduced to the Grace Trail. I have seven videos up there, and there'll be another one this week. It's just brand new, and I'm having so much fun with it. Um, and it's you can just go to YouTube and put in Grace Trail, and you'll see it says Grace Trail Channel, seven videos, and there are seven little snippets of wisdom. Again, I tried to keep it lighthearted. I tried to uh, put some really uh, universal wisdom in there, and I tried to make it enjoyable. It's not heavy. I, I, you know, people, it's too much heavy. So I hope that people can access the Grace Trail through my YouTube channel also. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, just that piece from your TED Talk was just a perfect way to sum up the Grace Trail and what it can do for people. So, Anne, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your process. This is truly, 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 from the bottom of my heart, been a real gift to us. And we really thank you. And we're grateful yes, for we it. Yes, we are grateful. GraceTrail.com, everyone. That, sending yeah. it back to you. It's You're right, GraceTrail.com. Thank yep. you so much. And um, it's been a gift to me. Excellent. Take care. Take care. See you soon. And again, everyone, that's gracetrail.com and Angelus, and you can find her products there. You can start your own Grace Trail. You can check out her TEDx talk. This has really been a terrific show. And so thanks for staying with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Until next time. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Special thanks to our producer, Dave Olson, and the TalkZone family. All our replays are available at TalkZone.com or in the iTunes store. Also, be sure to download the free TalkZone app so you can listen to our show at any time. Your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Please email us at info at Thanks again for listening. <laughs>